Hey, it's Chris B, and this is My Favorite Person 2.0, the podcast that introduces you to everybody, everybody out growing, thriving, doing exactly what they need to do to be exactly where they need to be. You know, I always think that I'm going to change that tagline, but it just, it just sticks with me. So we're going to be here until I figure something else out. <laughs> if you're new, make sure you like and subscribe me on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Drop that five star, say how much you love me because you know that I love you. You know that I do. But hello, how is everybody? Um, if you are living in LA, you, I'm sure you're just as confused as I am because the malls are open, the restaurants are now open, nail salons are now open, and so many other things, but you should stay home. And if you go outside, you should go back inside. But if you're inside and you need to go back outside, go outside, but you should definitely still be inside, you know? So that is what's happening right now. But beyond that, things are still... I mean, it's 2021. Things are still a bit odd, you know? (laughs) But I have something good for you because I have a really great guest on this week. And she was super professional, um, super sweet, and her work is amazing. So I'm happy to have her on so we can talk about, you know, how she's been able to move within these interesting waters that is COVID and the shutdown, Um, you know, what her pivot looks like, what her new chapter looks like, how she's been keeping sane. So it's a really great interview. She's a really great guest. So please enjoy the interview. (laughs) Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Zoom has just decided to be problematic and time really should be helpful. No, it's been problematic (laughs) for me too the past few days, just like being very um, temperamental and slow and kicking me out and like bad connections. Just bad connections. But thank you for coming on. Thank you for um, just, you know, being so open and welcoming me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Let me turn off my notifications so we don't hear any chimes. There we go. All right, cool. So everyone, this is LaVon. She is a makeup artist, hairstylist. You've done amazing things. Um, I wanted to have you on because in the midst of me finding some great guests, I have always followed you. But what I like is that your business and your brand is just everything has a place. So I'm really happy to have you on and just get some insight on how you've been able to maintain such an amazing brand. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, <laughs> I, look, I'm a, I am a fan. I'm telling you, when I was looking for a guest, I just realized, like, wow, I noticed that every single thing that you have, everything has a place. Every, like, when I click on something, I'm either on the blog, I'm looking at lashes, I'm on the Amazon, like, you have everything together, so... In a world where everyone is trying to figure it out, you know, you've got it together. So how are you doing? Oh, thank you so much. I, pre- yeah. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you saying that because it is effort required. And you never know if, you don't know if people appreciate it or if they get it. Like, nobody's complimenting you, like, calling you up and you're like, oh, my gosh, your Instagram's amazing. Oh, my gosh, your website is this. Oh, my gosh, I love your Amazon store. Nobody's telling you anything. You just share it with people and hope that, you know, that people can get something out of it and you're helping people out. So thank you for acknowledging that. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I mean, especially right now during COVID, I mean, you've been working in the beauty industry for a really long time and doing events. But now that everyone is at home, everyone is trying to filter through the waters of creating a website. What am I giving off on my Instagram? What am I, you know, what am I doing here? (laughs) Exactly. 
right now. So how have you been adjusting since everything of COVID and being at home and not being able to do events and things like that? Oh my gosh, so much has changed, obviously, for so many people. Um, I ended up um, relocating out of state. Um, I'm now in Little Rock, Arkansas. I mean, between living between LA and New York for the majority of my life to end up in <laughs> what Little are you Rock. From? Yeah, what'd you say? Are you from Little Rock? No. No. <laughs> No, girl, I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm just here. I was like, where am I going to write out this pandemic? Well, I guess it's Little Rock. No, I was doing um, e-com for a company, and they were booking me two weeks a month. So I ended up renting a place here because it seemed more cost-effective than doing uh, Airbnb. And then I sublet my place in L.A. to a couple um for, they were only supposed to be there for three months while I tried to figure out if I wanted to come here. And um, needless to say, it ended up that the timing of everything worked out so that by the time I realized, okay, yes, this gig is pretty consistent. I'm booked every month for two weeks. The other two weeks, I'm going to travel to New York. I'm going to travel to LA. I'm going to travel somewhere else. Um, I'm going to just make this base camp. And then the pandemic hit. And so I was like, what about my apartment in LA? I wasn't ready to give that up. And mm -hmm. so I ended up counting the cost and figuring that it was the best decision to do. And I had already moved all of my stuff here. So I've been here since the beginning of the pandemic and I've left like once I had an ad campaign in Malibu and then we mm -hmm. went to Miami after that. And that's the first time I had left Arkansas. For a job so, in <laughs> 10 months. It's just crazy to think that you can still do all of those things and not be in L.A. Do you see yourself, now that you've been adjusted and you've been there and you've still been able to maintain your business, do you think that you'll ever come back to Los Angeles? Um, I think ultimately, I, I, I don't know. I, my goal before this whole thing started was I wanted to relocate overseas. I really wanted to do like three months in London. And then mm -hmm. see what happens. And then this happened and it's like, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere out of the country. So I, I don't know what's next after things start opening up. But as of right now, I really shifted my whole career. Like instead of working, obviously, on um, freelancing, working with clients, working events, working campaigns and doing e-com and just being a freelance artist, those jobs are gone. Like they exist, but not as much as they did before so when I not at all what was that not I mean they're non-existent at all it's pretty much just dust when it comes to events and meeting people in person even doing you know house calls those have kind of slowed down in LA as well yeah that's what I figured so I was like well maybe this is the best place for me and I always had a I had a very uh, successful referral based bridal business so I would get referrals from brides that I had worked with in New York or L.A. from their friends. And the weddings were amazing. Like I had a bride fly me to Florence, Italy. I had a bride fly me to Morocco. And I was like, this is good. If I can do a few of these a year, I'm great. And so I had always had a listing on the knot. Um, but in L.A., if you go to a makeup artist in L.A., on the knot, there's like 27 pages. <laughs> yes. And so when I decided, okay, I guess Little Rock is where I'm at. I switched my location. There's two pages of makeup artists and I got best <laughs> in the knot. So last year during the pandemic, my business exploded for bridal here in Arkansas. 
Um, wow. I think I did, I, I, I need to check my stats. I think I did like 25 weddings. Wow. That's a That's lot. That's a, a whole lot oh. to the point that I had to build a team. So now I have 14 artists and stylists that I've trained on my team to take advantage of next year because a lot of the brides either rescheduled, postponed, or eloped. And then the ones who eloped or canceled and their artist wasn't available or didn't feel comfortable doing it, I took those clients. And so for me, last year was really great with brides. So with that being said, I was like, well, what else can I do? Because I know winter, it's not California. People aren't getting married in the winter here. <laughs> you know, at all. So I was like, what am I going to do this winter? I have always always wanted to go to esthetician school. So I enrolled. I found a school. Um, the cost was right. The timing of the schedule was perfect. And I enrolled. And as of right now, I have 24 more days. <laughs> I love to hear it. That must be a really good feeling for you as well to be able to provide some opportunity to some stylists. Yes. Where things just really isn't moving like that. Exactly. I mean, we had a good run like the last few months of fall. And then it slowed down, like, you know, like November, December started to slow down. But as of now, you know, it's engagement season. So people are getting engaged and I'm getting requests and I'm getting uh, people putting down deposits now because they know that dates are going to be sucked up really quick if people hadn't already rescheduled. So it's been great, especially with my team, because they're very eager to learn. They're very um, open to um, working together on a team and not having to worry about all the back-end administration portion of it, which is what I do. Mm -hmm. And it's been great for me too, because I love teaching and I love education as well. So the girls that I've been able to bring on board have just been, they've all been amazing. And it sounds great. I have to ask you how, I mean, you've been doing makeup for so long, but how hard or easy was it for you to be able to get your back in right? Because I'm, while I'm listening to you, I'm hearing that you're able to move around so well, but your back end is so put together. How long did it take you to be able to get everything adjusted like the way that it is now for you to be able to move the way that you do? Um, you, you mean like on the back end of like all the and keeping everything in order? That's the one thing freelancers, I feel like um, it's a really hard pill to swallow to be able to get your back end together. Yes. But you, yours is to the point where you are moving around effortlessly and so it seems okay the one thing I can say is I make lists like crazy I, I make lots of lists my note section is lists and then I also use apps everything I pretty much do I can do on my phone um, I'm moving and I'm doing things and stuff like that but at the same time I always want to have access to things so I would have to say that using apps has been my lifesaver because I'm That's able awesome. to organize everything. And in researching blogs and finding other people who do it better and learning from them, I find ways that I can take things and fit them into what I need to do. And that goes from branding, that goes from Instagram, that goes from my, my bridal clients to, you know, now my aesthetics and just Facebook ads and everything that I have to do. It's like, I'm the only one taking care of LaVon. So I can't like <laughs> not do these things. It has to, the, the hustle is real. The hustle is definitely real and getting acquainted with all of the apps. You can get a little overwhelmed with all the things that all the apps mm -hmm. do that you have to figure out what works for you and what you are doing in that moment 
or your entire phone will be filled up with things that you don't know how to use. Yes, for sure. (laughs) I think one of the things that really helped me was there's two things that I was concerned with when I realized, like, I've got to rebrand everything because I'm not, I'm not doing fashion week anymore. (laughs) I'm not working um, at forever 21 doing their e-com anymore. Like these things aren't happening anymore. So how am I going to rebrand myself? Because my feed was mainly models that I worked on, you know, and like I do product reviews on things that I really love, but I'm like, Oh wait, I got to start posting selfies. And I really, I was used to posting one selfie a month. (laughs) My face up, you know, so it's like, I had to be the face of my brand. So that's been a transition, but ultimately I spoke to somebody, I reached out to somebody. I'm like, I don't need a social media manager because I'm too picky about stuff. Anyways, I just need you to tell me what to do. And so Mm -hmm. I found somebody who basically did an audit of my Instagram and my social media and like gave me tips on what to do and figured out like, what's my color palette going to be? What's my grid going to look like? What am I going to be writing about? And once I had that down, everything is just kind of flowed seamlessly. Like I've got my whole Instagram feed planned for like the next three months. And I can tell the one of the fav, one of my favorite things about your Instagram feed is the wallpaper that looks um, similar to the Beverly Hills. It Hotel. is the Beverly Hills and Hotel I, wallpaper, girl. Guess how I got that? <laughs> okay, I love the story, and I do want you to tell who gifted it to you and what that's about because I, I did my research. Okay, so girls are getting uh, the girls are getting things. Okay, the girls are getting things. So back <laughs> when we were in LA, I was working for Glam Squad. And okay. I had gotten a client to do her makeup. Now, the, the wallpaper, the Beverly Hills Hotel wallpaper is by a company called CW Stockwell. And the wallpaper is hand-painted. And it is signature to the Beverly Hills Hotel. And if you are like the Parker, like a few other hotels, it's very signature to them. Um, it's $350 a roll. So it has been on my vision board, on my Pinterest vision board forever like if I scroll back to the first time I got on Pinterest that wallpaper was there and so I had got a booking to do this woman's makeup and I get to her house and it's not that wallpaper but it's the company's wallpaper like it's all over the house like I see different patterns and I'm like wow this is like CW Stockwell's wallpaper what turned out I was doing the CEO's makeup Oh my God. And when I told her, when I told her, I'm like, oh my gosh, you have the Martinique wallpaper. And she's like, she's like, how do you know that? I'm like, cause it's on my vision board. She's like, oh, I'm the CEO. How much do you need? (laughs) And she shipped it to me and she's lovely. I I would love to still be able to work with her in LA. She even reached out. Like after I put it up, I posted and tagged them and they reposted it on their story. And like, Every time I do something, I'll give them a little tag and she'll send me a little DM. But it's those kind of relationships. You can gift me anything. (laughs) And it works so well because that's, I mean, it just creates like a nice, soft structure. I mean, your Instagram is made up of a lot of the products that you showcase and you speak about like doing esthetician work. So how are you going to combine the two going forward? Because something is coming. Something yes, come. there is more coming. I've got something else on in the works that I've been working on for several years. And it's it's I'm really excited, but I'm trying to basically, you know, when you as a freelance artist, we wear many hats. And if you get to a point where you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to have something 
not not just a side hustle, but some sort of passive income <laughs> coming in because we never know when the next job comes, right? It's like we're at the mercy of our clients and we're at the mercy of referrals and like whatever we can hustle and like networking that we can do. But ultimately, there's not a job guaranteed every single day of the week. So I, um, in the process of all this with the aesthetics, I'm like, okay, I want to offer something to my brides. I want to offer something to the people in the area, but then I also still want to travel as soon as we're good to go with that because I've never, I, I usually travel at least, I don't know, like two or three times a month. I'm in another state, another country, like I'm traveling somewhere. So ultimately right now with the aesthetics, I want to, I, I, I haven't really decided which route I want to go. I really would like to build a clientele, but ultimately I'd like to be a traveling esthetician. That, that I think that, that would be amazing way. to be able to travel to people yeah. and do everything that I do from my home studio. I built a studio in my house, so I've got like a room dedicated to it. But ultimately that, and then at the same time, I'm in the process of um, finding manufacturers for a product. I've been working on a product for many years, and um, I finally have things rolling, and I'm trying to find somebody to tool it for me because that's expensive, and then I'm going to do a Kickstarter. <laughs> I mean, it. I mean, really, it sounds so well thought out. I'm pretty sure a lot of freelancers are listening now and just listening to your ability to stick to yourself. I was speaking to one of my friends and just sitting with yourself as a freelancer, as someone in the beauty industry, and being happy and open to all the new trends, but also sticking to yourself to figure out what lane you want mm-hmm. to go in. It could be very overwhelming to figure out exactly what you would like to be yes and that's why you have to make goals like I literally sat down and I was like where do I see my career going with what I have no control over like we have no control of the pandemic we have no control over what's going to happen next but what can I do to support myself and what can I do if things do lit up what direction do I want to go in what do I need to do to prepare for that and I think just having that mindset of knowing that this is temporary and that um, things are going to change gives you a better perspective of like what to do next. But it also sounds like you've embraced the fact that you are in control. Absolutely, <laughs> You have allowed that because being in control also can be overwhelming understanding that, Oh my God, I have to do this. I have to do this. And it seems like you just really embrace the fact that I am driving this boat and these are the places that I would like to go. If you're hopping on, come, if not, that's fine. Did you ever come to a point where you felt like you couldn't do any of the things that you're doing now? Yeah, I mean, I got I got really I was talking to my best friend about this today because she was she was worried. I I'd gone to Miami and I posted this picture of me on the balcony and like the one of the guys part of the crew had like a drone and my comment was basically she said you sounded like you're ready to jump off. <laughs> to the balcony and I was like no why I said it was rough like pandemic fatigue got me like I was depressed I was sad I'm like oh my gosh I gotta get out of here like what am I doing you know it was the moment of just like you're overwhelmed by the loneliness and this stagnance it was just it was challenging and me I'm single I don't have kids um I'm an only child only grandchild like there's not like I'm not close with a lot of my family like I have family but we're not super close So I was like, here I am. I've got friends who are like with their parents or doing other things. And I'm like, just by myself. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like, this is hard. But at the same time, I realized like, 
you have to you have to stay positive and you have to look at the situation and know that like you have to be in control and I had to be in control of it because ultimately I'm the only person responsible for me, you know? That's I mean that 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 is pretty much how I felt this entire time. I've been speaking to a lot of my friends and meditation has been a really big thing for me because I too am I live alone. I have mm-hmm. a dog. I got a quarantine kitty girl. I uh, got a cat. <laughs> uh, you have to, you have to because you need some other energy in your house. You need some and cats are different. Cats like to come yes, when they it, want. He's perfect. He <laughs> drives me nuts, but he's but you may not know you have a cat until the cat comes back. My dog is all over me. I needed that type of energy. He's in my face twenty four seven. But yeah, are very much like a necessity but I would like to know what has been on your playlist what have you been listening to oh my gosh to? it's so funny I, I you know Spotify tells you your top 20 20 songs or whatever and it's, uh-huh. it's basically all pop music like because I the only time I'm really playing Spotify is when I'm working with clients or I'm doing a wedding or I'm doing aesthetics or whatever I have my music playing in the background so my most played songs of last year was all like the top 20 pop hits and I'm like that is so not my vibe because I am I am I saw a t-shirt the other day I'm somewhere between 90s rap and Proverbs 31 <laughs> absolutely that's what that's is. totally me like I and like after I saw that shirt like since then I've been listening to nothing but 90s east coast west coast hip-hop every day to school and every day on my way back and then one of my friends um created this playlist through this uh they were on a site called this generation I think and she had this really dope playlist her and her husband created and I've been listening to that and it's all vibey kind of like neo soul kind of like a little R&B and like a good mix of music but I'm but then I also love like electronic music like I will put on Mastercraft radio and like rock out to that it's a mood (laughs) it's it what it's what you need to be fed in that moment like I've been listening to a lot of old school music I've been listening to a lot of Al Green and Temptations Mm. and things it's just been setting my my vibe a little calm just a little chill you know I I, I was listening to a little bit of rap and then I just needed, to, I needed my mind to be relaxed a little bit. <laughs> I feel you there. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, well, this was a great conversation. Thank you for coming on. I really oh, appreciate it. This was nice. I appreciate you reaching out to me to have me on. It's so cool. Yes. Well, everybody, if you're looking for some great aesthetic, a good vibe, you can head over to Instagram and you can follow at LaVon on LaVon Beauty on Instagram and check out everything that she has. And also, sidebar, you have a section on your highlights called Facts and they're all very funny. <laughs> and I seen and I said, oh, she's funny. She's very funny. She has a sense of humor. Okay. I know. It's so funny. I did. I did an interview with another hairstylist recently and somebody messaged me today and said oh my gosh I can't believe like the banter you two had with each other he's like you're pretty funny I'm like I know (laughs) yeah you're very funny (laughs) oh my gosh I love it I try there's nothing better than a good laugh (laughs) and especially right now nothing better than a good laugh but okay till next time thank you for coming on thank you so much for having me that was great
Awesome. Okay, bye. bye. Good, right? It was good. Yeah. I love a funny guest. I love someone who can talk. So if you guys want to stay up to date with LaVon, and I'm pretty sure you want to, make sure you guys head over to Instagram and go to LaVon Beauty. That's L-A-V-O-N-N-E-B-E-A-U-T-Y on Instagram. You can also head over and just kind of explore her um, her page. She has a great link tree. She has um, things on Amazon for you, makeup lists, hair lists, uh, lashes, things like that. So get invested. Check it out. And as for me, you can follow me on Instagram at my favorite person 2.0. Make sure you like and subscribe the podcast, you know, leave a little comment. It definitely helps. And you know, till next time, you know, keep doing the things that you're doing. Okay. (laughs) Bye.